This is Scarlett Jones, and you are listening to Tanya Tate Presents MILFs Making Money. This is Tanya Tate. MILFs Making Money. to all you wonderful people who are looking to level up your loot. I'm Tanya Tate and this is MILF's Making Money. On today's show, sleep care is the new care. Are you getting enough sleep? And today's guest is UK content creator Scarlett Jones and we are discussing the importance of getting your brand into other markets. So let me tell you of the honour that I've got for this month. I'm being spotlighted as the Xbiz Woman of the Month. So Xbiz is one of the major publications in the adult industry. And it really is kind of a big deal to be spotlighted by them. There are so many women in the industry and I was chosen. It was a chance for me to talk about my unique career and share it with others. Kind of a bit like this podcast. But reading it back, I looked over and I realised... I have so many facets of a job that I get to do. I have my premium social media with OnlyFans and Sex Panther. I have my publicity company, Star Factory PR. I have this podcast, MILF's Making Money. And that's on top of all the other things as well as being a mom with a preschooler, with regular social media, a family, a house. There's so many things. But you know what? We keep inspiring each other to keep moving forward. I'm being interviewed, one of the questions often asked for someone like me is, where do you see yourself in five years time? I've always struggled with that question. So this week I picked up a journal and I thought, I wanna write stuff in this journal. What I wanted to write in it was 101 things that I want to happen in my life. And I thought, there's a lot of things. Let's take a few at a time and see how far I get. So I wanted them to be specific. So 101 things, you can do this as well. 101 things that you want to happen in your life. So be specific when you write it down. Write it and then read it. And as you read it back, feel as though you've already received it. For me, I'll read it back and I'll put my hand on my heart and I'll shut my eyes and I'll picture it. I'm going to share some with you. Very specific. Brand new red Lexus car. That simple. Very specific. Reading it. Sitting here. Hand on heart. Shut my eyes. Picturing that shiny bright red car on my drive. Picturing myself driving it on the freeway. Driving Aussie to school. I can see it now. That's what you need to do. 
it works. <laughs> Just thinking about it. Let me tell you something else. Okay, go to a water bungalow with its own hot tub, own waiter, daily body massage, relaxing, hearing the water lapping, feeling the sun shining, feeling free with nature, eating healthy, wholesome foods for one week. I mean, that's really specific. That's me picturing myself in this water bungalow, hand on heart, eyes shut. I can just feel myself there right now, just lying on the sun deck next to the hot tub, feeling the hot sun, waiting for the personal masseuse to come after the waiter's just brought breakfast, all wholesome food, it's relaxing. I can meditate, I can read, I can lay in the sun, I can declutter my mind. I'm thinking about this right now. I've opened my eyes, I'm still sitting in my kitchen, but you know what? I'm sitting here now and I believe it will happen. I'm gonna be open to the universe to allow it to happen. All of these things that I've written down, I didn't get to 101, but I'll work on it. I'll get there. All these things in this book, I've wrote them down and now I'm going to be looking for the synchronicities. What's going to go on your 101 wish list? Hmm. So to get your wishes, it always starts with self-care and self-love. The way that I just put my hand on my heart, that in itself is just a feeling of self-love. But I always want to remind yourself that you are amazing and you are here to experience life. And I have one guy who's been talking to me on one of my premium social media platforms. And he says, he's talking to me and he's like, I hate myself. I can't get a girlfriend. No one likes me. And there was just all these so many negative things. And I've been working with him and I'm like, you know, I want to coach him to try and find some good things in himself. So... If you're sitting there right now and you're thinking, that sounds like me, let me tell you, there's always something good. So with this guy, what I did, I asked him, you know, tell me one thing that's good about yourself. He said, he's good at his job. So we started from there and we can progress. So you start with one thing, you know, he's good at his job. Well, I said, that's great. You're good at your job. You feel like you're giving something back to people. People appreciate you. You can be proud of that feeling that you are good and you are good at the things that you do. And so it's picking up on one thing. You pick up one thing and you appreciate it. And then it's easy. You keep coming back for more. It's never ending. Self-care, it's such a big word. It's like, it's kind of like the in thing now, isn't it? Self-care. Well, I've been doing self-care for the last two years since we've been under COVID rules. But self-care really, it's just anything that you can do for yourself that feels nourishing. So it's whatever makes you feel more empowered, more centered, more joyful. And another part of self-care is sleep care. You know, coming back from a trip in a different time zone. I've been working on catching up on work, trying to get back into the routine just finding myself tired. Whereas, you know, years ago, I would have stayed up late, I would have got through the work. But now I'm finding it's more productive to turn off at night, go to bed, set a routine. But I'm telling you this, I'm sitting here, I prepped these notes yesterday. It was great. I'm like self-care, sleep. I'm doing great. I'm all about this. Last night, I get to Guy a big fan that finds me on Sex Panther and he wants to video chat. And he wants to video chat. 
for several hours and I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, whatever, mate. The money was coming through, the tips were coming through, the credits were going on and I'm like, okay, this guy's serious. Last night, I had one amazing, really intense time with this guy on Sex Panther. Very specific fantasies that he had and I absolutely loved it. It allowed me to role play, to be in that element where people that know me, I, I love to be with my fans. I can be very caring and nurturing because that's really what I am in, in, in real life. But I also have this side where I can be very dominating and to just be able to, to play and be that dominating person for several hours, it was very mind-blowing. It was intense. It was very productive. And it was learn, a learning experience for me and that I was able to push on boundaries that I wasn't sure if the guy had boundaries. Well, he had no boundaries, actually. But I could really push, could really play. And by the time that the sessions were done last night on Sex Panther, it was so late. It was really late. And I still had to do stuff, you know, you can't go to bed with all crumbs all over your kitchen and the dishwasher not on and didn't get me medication ready for today. You know, I take supplements and tablets before I go to bed and tablets when I wake up. Um, all my vitamins and medication from the doctor for my hormones and my Lyme disease and my thyroid. I was like, everything's off. But you know what? I had fun. And this is so funny because this episode today is about getting enough sleep. Oh my goodness. I've got a guest coming up today and like two o'clock in the morning my time, I was texting her because she's in England. So she was wide awake and I was like, oh yeah, confirming for the time later today. Well, because I was so tired, I got the time wrong. But she was fine with it. She said, oh yeah, that time's no problem. But what I didn't remember is that I've also got my podcast guy, Matt, from We Know Podcasting. And then he gets up and he starts his day and he knows he's planning at a certain time and he comes online and whoa, Tanya's not there and her guest isn't there. My brain is all over the place today. (laughs) I'm like, I'm so sorry. I went to bed late. My calendar was just... my eyes just was not seeing things properly and I reconfirmed the wrong time. But it's no problem. He saw today, he said he's going to do double duty when it's time for my podcast to record. But I'm telling you this, it really is important to get enough sleep. It's like the amount and the quality of sleep that you get each night can impact on all the way that your body works, your immune system, your function, your motivation, your mental clarity, let's be honest, my brain's fuzzy, your energy, I'm lacking my energy today, but it's okay because I'm going to get through it, I've got tons of energy, but I don't have enough energy what I would normally had if I'd had enough sleep, you know, lack of sleep is one of the main reasons why people are so tired, and having enough sleep is one of the best ways that you can boost your energy, isn't this funny? lack of sleep for me and I'm talking to you about getting enough sleep it's so ironic (laughs) oh my goodness you know you got to work out how much sleep do you actually need so to do that do your own like little energy experiments 
go to bed a little early and then see when you feel the most rested in the morning. So they reckon most adults need about seven to nine hours, but some people only need six, some people need 10. Have you ever done it where you've had too much sleep and you feel really tired? Uh, I've done that. And a power nap really does help. You know, sometimes in the day when I've got Ozzy and it's in the afternoons and he's not at school and I'm trying to like multitask and I'm like, let's lay him down, get him in the bed for his nap. He has his milk. I'll sit there. I'll be on my phone doing some work and then I'll just take that time to just 20 to 30 minutes, whether it's a nap, whether it's, I always put the headphones in and a meditation or quiet mind space. They say 20 to 30 minute nap can energize you. So if you need it, take the nap. Well, for me, it's more about setting a time aside for the bedtime routine. You know, maybe it's like 30 to 60 minutes. You've got to start prioritizing. I will, I know I've got to clean the kitchen, do me, get me tablets out. I take medications that I inject, peptides, do my injection. And then it's moving into the bathroom, brushing my teeth, doing my face, putting the cream on my breast where the scar tissue is when I've had my breast surgery. Honestly, there's so many things to do. So my phone kind of starts going into a bedtime. It'll give me a beep and it, it's telling me it's this is your bedtime coming up. But be consistent and start the same time every night. You know, you've got to know when to unplug, unwind. So if you can do it like me, I have an iPhone and it's you can put it on sleep mode. So it kind of brings it up and tells you, you know, you're going to be starting to go asleep now. And then it's on a routine. So repeated routines help to put your mind and body on autopilot. So it can allow you to more easily relax and unwind. And the worst thing in the world, oh, you know what I do and I'm telling you not to do it. It's that late night scrolling on your phone and it keeps your mind awake. Try and if you can, keep your electronics devices out of your sleep space because it helps you, your mind like relax. And if you can not do that, just really turn the phone off, put it to the side so it's out of the reach of your eyes. And get your bedroom into like a little sanctuary. I love my bedroom. It's like the perfect place in my house to relax and feel cozy, get the right temperature, brightness, bedding. I mean, my bed's massive and I have all these sheets and duvets and blankets on probably too hot for most people but I love it. it's like so cozy and before I go to bed you know Ozzy always has his cup of milk he loves his milk before he goes to bed and then he brushes his teeth but may I always take water to bed with me you know sometimes I'm going to get a little bit dry mouth don't drink too much water because you'll be going for a wee all night long but maybe you want to try like a soothing drink, a hot drink, milk, water. Just don't have caffeine before you go to bed. And do you take a bath or a shower before you go to bed? You know, sometimes it's like you've got back from somewhere and you're feeling dirty and sweaty and you're like, oh, I've got to get shower this all off before I get in the clean bed. Or maybe it's fine and you just like to get up the next morning and have your, your shower in the morning. But for me, going to sleep, the one thing that really gets me sleep is a good book. Start reading a good book. It helps me to wind down and drift off into dreamland. Sometimes I'm literally holding the book and fall asleep. If you ever have the chance to read a book after me, all the pages are all turned because I kind of flick the page over so I can see where I am. If I know I'm falling asleep, I turn the edge over so that if it falls down, it falls down with the, the page turned over that I'm reading. 
I try and choose books that don't involve a lot of effort or thought. So something, you know, something like a story um, or maybe sometimes positivity books that put me in a really good headspace. I like the John Gordon books because his positivity books, it's like it's a story as well as telling you about the positivity things as opposed to you getting really deep. Like some books I've gotten that's really deep, a lot of information. It makes my brain tick too much. Or sometimes I've had books where it's like a book that's going to, it's a novel, but it's going to keep me heart racing. And I'm just like, I can't do this. I had to get a book the other day. I, I love, I love like thrillers, um, crime, novels, of course. And there was this book called H2O. I started reading it and I'm like, I don't really like this. But once I start reading a book, I think I've got to finish it. So I'm reading it and I'm through a few chapters and the rain Basically, this rain has suddenly come down and all these people are getting the rain on them and it's putting them all in sores on the head and blood. It was just so gory. And then when the moment got it on her hands and touched the baby, I'm just like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. This book is so depressing. I'm not going to get anything from it except night sweats. So that book is gone by the front door where I put all the books before I'm going to donate them. So just something relaxing. And sometimes you're so wound up of a night and you've got all these thoughts, what you've got to do for tomorrow. You've got all this anxiety. Sometimes you can write it down. You can relieve the stress and the anxiety. And it's maybe it's your thoughts for tomorrow or you get to list and it's a bit like tidying your headspace. You know, for example, when I was going away on my trip to Disney, for Disney World, I could write it down, the things, oh, don't forget to take this and don't forget to take that. I'd write a list. Or maybe it's something positive to write down to encourage those healthy thoughts, you know, statements before you go to sleep. Oh, there's so much to do, isn't there? Before you go to sleep, you're like, I'm tired listening to you, Tanya. Meditation, it can really help with peaceful sleep. You know, sometimes you might want to get like a pre-bedroom playlist, put relaxing songs, podcasts, guided meditation, ASMR soundtracks, and there's there's loads of this available online, like Amazon, Apple, YouTube, Spotify. I tell the Alexa box to start playing something, whether it's YouTube or a meditation. There's loads of stuff. You know, maybe you want to try and get to sleep. You can't sleep. Out. You can put something on to guide you. Or you can just focus on your breath, just thinking about the breath. Or focus about visualizing the stress melting away or putting it all into a box. And thinking of positive intentions, things that you want to dream about before you go to sleep. And my legs have been really bad. I've got an issue going on with my hip and my personal trainer, Gert Kuvit, he's like, I'll tell you what you've got. He, he, he told me what it is and I forgot what it is, where I've got to stretch. Um, so sometimes if I don't stretch before I go to bed, it sometimes it can play up in the night. So, you know, maybe that's what you need to do. Relieve some stress and tension. Okay, I just realised where I've just gone with that. <laughs> if you are sitting up, you do need to relieve some stress and tension before you go to sleep. Well, I mean, I'm always on hand, aren't I? Only fan sex panther. <clears throat> I can definitely help you, even if it's a little phone call, some messages or a video um, from my personal collection that I can send straight to your phone. <laughs> that wasn't where I was going with it, but just come to me. Um, massaging and increased blood flow. Oh my goodness, this was really supposed to be about stretching. But of course, stress relief 
Are you going to stretch while listening to music or are you going to stretch while listening to my relaxing voice? Maybe you're listening to this podcast before you go to sleep. Anyway, let's get my, my legs stretched out. You know what? Do whatever feels right for you. I've shared some of these bedtime routines that I have and what's going to help you with that self-care? That's self-care for sleep so you can get enough sleep, you can get the perfect sleep so you're going to be waking up the next day re-energized and ready to fight that day. You know, you don't have to feel the need that you've got to copy someone. Even if it's just as simple as tonight you're going to make that attention that you will have an amazing sleep and you will be ready for that day ahead tomorrow. I'm going to give you a quote from Mahatma Gandhi. When I wake up, I am reborn. Tonight, before you go to bed, start your bedtime routine, clear your mind and relax into a peaceful, blissful sleep. Tomorrow is a new day and with it brings new joys, memories and opportunities for self-care and self-love. Coming up next on Mills Making Money, Myself and UK cam girl, now turned adult performer and content creator Scarlett Jones are discussing the importance of getting your brand into other markets. You are listening to Tiny Tay Presents MILFs Making Money. And my guest has gone from being one of the most popular webcam girls on UK TV Babe Station to moving into content creation and performing in adult movies. We are discussing the importance of getting your brand into other markets. Welcome fellow Brit Scarlett Jones to MILFs Making Money. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you for coming on to the show. Um, This is is amazing. I I love talking to people and it's even nicer now. I'm talking to a fellow Brit. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's really nice for me as well, actually. It's nice. I love your accent as well. Oh, thank you. It's Liverpool Mm. softened out, still... British with yeah. I guess can you do I have an American twang sometimes but t- to be honest no I can just hear Liverpool oh good yeah but I love it <laughs> I love the Liverpool <laughs> thank you and I love yours it's like you you it, you're quite well spoken and it's like you innocent face with a well-spoken <laughs> voice you. and a very beautiful body <laughs> thanks very much that's really sweet the, thank you the guys are like googling Google yes. Hold on. <laughs> just before just before we tell them all about yourself, you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna make it easier for them in case they want to open it up. Go and look at her pictures right now, guys, because you can have the pictures open on your phone and listen to the podcast at the same time. I'm just gonna get it out there for them because <laughs> they're they're dying to know. You can't see how cute she looks in front of me. Um she's on Twitter Scarlet, you're on twitter.com yeah. slash Scarlet Jones UK. And your Instagram is Scarlet Jones Official. Yeah. And you're also on OnlyFans and TikTok, Scarlet Jones UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's correct. Had to add the UK bit on there, you know, to differentiate. <laughs> oh, good. Well, yeah. that's it, it, we're, we're going to move into that soon about coming from the UK and yeah. branching out into other markets yeah. worldwide. But why don't you tell everyone, Scarlett, a little bit about yourself? You know, how did you get started in the industry? So I actually got started in the industry at 19. 
Um, I started working in my local strip club whilst I was at university and shortly after I started appearing on television. So for those of you who don't know, it's um, kind of like the Samaritans, but you're naked and you're on television. <laughs> That's how I describe it anyway. <laughs> but oh my the, goodness! <laughs> the Samaritans bit. But like, I have genuinely had experiences on there, which is like that, which is a bit dark, which we won't go into now, but like... There is sex chat, but to be honest, a lot of it is general chit-chat, you know, getting to know people that ring up, and you really form relationships with these people that ring you up, and that's what I did for about three or four years. I'm just going to stop you there. I love this. It's like, I know, like, I I laughed because of the analogy when you said it's like the Samaritans, but you know what? Thinking about this right now, what you just said is something really important, and I've mm. never looked at it that way. It's like these guys are calling up and they're building relationships, yeah. you know, yeah. virtual relationships with yeah. you. 100%. And, you know, Samaritans in the UK is a place where people can call if they need someone else yes. to talk to. You, you know, it's people with mental health issues, yeah, with yeah. worries and anxieties, and they just yeah. want someone to talk to. Yeah. And that's really amazing, Scarlett, that you can be that person that you can talk to someone and you are genuine with them mm. and just like a, a listening ear. And yeah. I, yeah. I love that. I, Thank you. That's I, so sweet. I had, to, I had to say that. And I've, yeah. put, I've interrupted you. No, don't be silly. That's love. okay. No, do whatever you want. <laughs> no. no, but you're, you're right, though. Like, you do genuinely build relationships with the people you meet on there. Like, I have some guys that I've known since I literally started in the industry at 19 and they followed me all the way and they're really loyal and it means so much to me. But yeah, uh, I mean, saying the Samaritans, obviously, it's not all people with mental health issues. It's not all people that are miserable and a lot of it is kind of sex chat and what have you. But I did personally find I, the majority of the time, I did get clean callers. So they're people who are just wanting everyday conversation. Mm-hmm. Um which was nice for me, I guess, because <laughs> I can just talk forever. So it was good. We are British. I mean, us Brits are known for being very chatty. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> very exactly. welcoming, very friendly. <laughs> yeah, well, I like to think so. So, yeah, that's what I did. And then in December 2020, like halfway through a lockdown here in England, I just kind of made the decision, do you know what? I Whilst I really enjoy Babe Station for the fans, I don't, enjoy it anymore for a lot of other reasons so I decided I'd start doing hardcore porn instead and um, (laughs) here I am now about a year later since doing that. You got your start you was at university yeah you started in the strip club you started working on Babe Station which is the UK TV channel I mean I don't think we really have an equivalent of that in America so it's something like you know you can sit on the channels in the UK and you can sit there flicking on your remote control and all different stations come up with a girl's kind of lying on a bed or a couch with a phone in a hand shaking yeah. the phone maybe uh, for American <laughs> listeners they like cannot understand this concept but I don't know if it's, it's a some... purely British thing but it's really popular or it definitely it, used to be I've done it I've been there and yeah, I've worked yeah. for Babe Station and there was another channel, Studio 66. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've worked for them and it was it was a lot of fun. It's hard work, Scarlett. It's really hard work because it's very long hours. Yes, it yeah. is, yeah. It's, it's yeah. obviously for me, I was at university doing my law degree. I was in the daytime doing that, going to seminars and lectures and in the nighttime driving down to London in my Renault Clio that my parents bought me, um, working a night shift, driving back home. <laughs> 
and going back to university on about an hour's sleep. So, oh wow, yeah, things you can do when you're 19, Scarlett. <laughs> Honestly, this, I'm not a party girl either, so I would ju- I would just take like my fruit salad with me and some water and just just power through and yeah. Oh, yeah. I have to ask: Did your parents know you were driving? to london to babe station in no. the renault clear they bought you i mean unless they listen to this i'm not sure they even know now uh, it's, it's kind of a certain age a certain age demographic that sits there and flicks the channels it's not kind of yeah. like necessarily in the uk it's not necessarily tons of old well i yeah. don't know how old your parents are because i'm actually i'm old enough to be your mother <laughs> um <laughs> It is a predominantly, I'd say the the fan base is predominantly younger than, yeah. you know, your parents' well, age. It's, it's actually funny you say that because I do find certain types of model and performer attract certain uh, certain like types of guys, and the majority of my fans and followers are actually, I'd say, about like fifty plus, maybe forty plus. Um, so I should take that back then. What I've just well, said. Well, I. I don't know because actually on the weekends you'd get a lot of young guys calling that were drunk and stuff but for me like my bread and butter is the older guys perhaps they're divorced or in like an unhappy marriage and the kids have left home and they have got a bit of spare cash I guess like so for me that's what it is but I do find alternative models with tattoos and stuff do attract a younger audience so I don't know if perhaps it's my look or anything something about me but I do find for me it's usually the older gentlemen just trying to figure out what my fan base is yeah. when i look at my statistics on instagram i can see the majority of like 18 oh, to really? 35 year old yeah. followers yeah but when it comes to the cash mm. yeah you are right i do feel like it's the older mm. guys that yeah. seem to have more available cash yeah, yeah and my fans that are like really solid and really loyal i do mm. have a lot of people that are like more my age that have yeah. more cash available yeah, cash course, to spend yeah, yeah. but I, I do remember being on the channels and there was a lot of young party guys yeah. <laughs> calling up yeah you did get them as well sometimes <laughs> oh my goodness so we've gone so you've been working at babe station you've yeah. decided now you're going to start making adult movies yeah. i just want to put this out there you know you you did really well at babe station you know we've Thank talked you. about the way that you're building up your fan base you, yeah, they're very loyal and I think it's a lot of it, you know, you've got that certain look, the demeanour, you're very, to me, you sound very nurturing. Thank you. It's nice for the guys who to build that relationship. And, yeah. you know, you were given the title of best performer of the month on several occasions on Babe Station. Yeah. And I actually, you, the other day, I found a trophy upstairs. I won something in 2018, like Babe of the Year. And I have a little oh, wow. trophy from the like UK adult performers thing upstairs i completely forgot about it and i was cleaning out my third bedroom when i found it so that's good. what was it like from ucap yeah yeah ucap yeah. wow yeah. so you got was it like webcam model no no just year? just performer like in terms of on the year. channels on the television channels oh wow so, great yeah. send me a picture or write oh, yeah, write it do. down what it says on yeah <laughs> I'll, actually, I'll send it to you <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much so you also won an award in 2018 yeah, performer of the year for your work on can stations yeah. and you know yeah. i i love it when we spoke and you you mentioned you know you'd have you'd have a regular talking to you on the line yeah. so the the way it works is that 
everyone gets in a in a queue a virtual queue to talk to the girl on the phone they they call the number and they press the button and it goes to whichever girl they press the button and then while they're waiting they get to hear the girl (laughs) and the guy yeah who's who's number one in the list it's talking (laughs) so so you eavesdrop on them so depending on what the conversations going you know mm. you're either sitting there saying or you're up or you're sitting there you know like enjoying um, it yeah. enjoying <laughs> the it, conversation it nosy, like it can be eye-opening <laughs> I guess <laughs> depending on what the guy's into yeah. um so this is like you know you've got you're building up your fan base you're getting yeah. your success going and it you know it shows from your statistics you know the way you've got all the callers you've the your titles your award so at some point you know we mentioned you, you mentioned to me that you've got an only fans so yeah what tell me about only fans what made you start an only fans and when did you do that i think i actually started my only fans kind of before it took off and got big so very early on in my career at baby station i started it because the buzz was kind of getting out you know in the uk in the industry so I think it must have been 2018 2017 when I started it and that was when I didn't I didn't even do nude I just did like topless then so things have changed quite a bit on there but I started it I think just to be able to speak to the fans outside of babe station because a lot of them were saying to me like how can I chat to you outside of it or for instance I want to buy your panties or I want to buy your underwear and stuff so I'd say I, I don't know I'm not allowed to pass any of my details on so I kind of got it just to be able to interact with them a bit more and kind of be there just outside of television as well if that makes sense yeah so it's like kind of giving them another channel where they can find you you know because you're only on babe station so many hours of the week and of yeah. course they've got to line up in the virtual yeah, queue yeah. to get to talk to you so this is a way where they can they pay them by the minute while they're sitting there yeah. listening two pounds a minute they're paying and if you want a priority line which is where you jump to the front of the queue then it's something like five pounds a minute uh, it's, it's unbelievable it's, yeah and they've got like it's not just one guy it's not at one, one time no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> they're lined up 30 guys waiting at one point just to speak to you it's just mental yeah it's um it's it's the, the guys are probably sitting there thinking Scarlett we're so glad that you got an OnlyFans yeah. and I guess that they were you know to to you know to get to interact with you yeah. so w- was it only OnlyFans that you tried did you try any of the other premium social media channels did you look at any of the others at all or um I didn't I don't think I've tried any others recently, perhaps in the last year or so. In the UK, we have uh, something similar to OnlyFans called Admire Me. And it's uh, run by a sex worker, uh, Chelsea Ferguson. And I know someone who knows her very well. So I thought, oh, I'll have a go with this. But obviously, it doesn't have the same reach that OnlyFans does. And obviously, having OnlyFans for so long, I've got so much content on there that I don't think I could really move off there at this point. Yeah. So it's a case of, you know, that that's, there are platforms out there and it's like, I have heard of Admire Me. Um, I have seen some of the other UK girls like tweeting about it. But you are right, you know, with OnlyFans, once you've kind of got your base and it's established and the fans are on there and they're loyal to you, it's kind of, there's two things. It's, you know, the fans are not necessarily going to want to move to another platform. And then it's your time. Do you have time? to do another platform yeah 
Exactly. Um, no, for me, no, definitely not. I know a lot of people obviously sometimes get help with running their sites as well and what have you, but I don't think I could do it and <laughs> get away with it anyway. <laughs> yeah, you're very personal. You know, I, I am like that with my fans. It's being very personal with them and them knowing that it's, you know, they want to interact with yeah. you. So tell me, what can the fans expect to see on your OnlyFans? For me, my OnlyFans, I don't do pay-per-views and I don't do any extra stuff, really. It's just literally my everyday life, which people, for some reason, do tend to find quite interesting. Like, if I'm getting on a flight somewhere, then I'll be documenting that and like maybe I'll go in the bathroom and take a picture like with my boobs out and stuff like that just nice. genuine everyday stuff but I do longer videos as well and I do boy girl on there from time to time but I have been having a break from that recently and also live shows actually I do uh, live shows at least once a month nice which I really enjoy so the fans can get over there um, on your only fans Scarlett Jones UK. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, got it. So tell me about some of the highlights of your interactions with the fans on OnlyFans. It's so hard to choose, but this is something actually that I used to do. I've not done it yet this year, but last year. So during my live shows, what I do was I'd get a bottle of Prosecco and the fans would tip me to drink it. So for instance, 10 or $20 a tip means a, a just a little shot of Prosecco. And we try and finish the whole bottle in a night. And one time it was going particularly well and I'd finished the bottle, so I needed to order some more, so I did. But obviously at that point I was a little bit drunk and I was using a butt plug in my, in my house and the delivery guy came to the window and I have blinds in my house. And I was really drunk and he looked through the window and he was like knocking on the door because I hadn't heard him. So he, this delivery guy saw me using a butt plug on the floor in my living room at 11pm <laughs> on like a Tuesday night or something, like blind drunk. It was, oh Jesus, yeah, it's not one of my proudest moments. <laughs> but it was hilarious, everyone loved it. <laughs> Do you know what? That is just so real. That, that is like the intro <laughs> to a, a, a porn movie that you, you are going to yeah, have to redo yeah. that for one of your scenes I later on with the guys. It's a pizza guy or a bottle yeah, yeah, yeah. of Prosecco. And then, it, and then there you are. Oh, yeah. you, you know, it's like, oops, I've been caught in a very private moment. But why don't you come in and help me <laughs> yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I stuck. Oh. Oh, I'll, give you, I'll yeah. give you my a very big tip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my favorites. I've had many, many moments similar, obviously with the drinking stuff, but just everything with them on the live shows especially is so hilarious. It's so good. I just love it. Very natural, you know, whatever comes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so you've started transitioning into shooting movies for major production companies. So, you know, you've got yeah. stuff that's been published with Viv Thomas and, and Brazzers. Yeah. Um, so what was it, you know, we briefly touched on it before, but what was it that, you know, what made you decide to start shooting more traditional porn? You know, because you had the Babe yeah. Station, you had the OnlyFans, where yeah. you did the little clips and videos, but now you're going to be moving into the production companies. Yeah, of course. And there was a lot of reasons behind it, really. Like, obviously, you see, I followed, followed a lot of the girls in the European industry and American as well, and it looks so glamorous, doesn't it? You know, they go on all these different trips all over the world and I thought this looks amazing and 
whilst I loved the OnlyFans side of it, I wanted something a bit more adventurous that would have a bit more opportunity as well. And obviously my dream is to work in America and be able to live out there one day if possible. So I thought, well, I'm not going to achieve that just by doing OnlyFans, you know, and especially not by doing night shifts in the studio. So I thought, yeah, okay, I need to kind of do something a bit different. And as well, my age was a bit of a factor because I was 24 and I always had this idea that you need to be really young to start in porn and I thought oh, I don't have many years left <laughs> which isn't true at all now I'm in the industry I completely understand that but at the time I didn't I have to tell you when I started in the industry I was in my 30s wow yeah and I've been in the industry like I don't even know oh, is it 14 years for wow. coming up to 14 yeah. years so just so you know you are not too old no. <laughs> <laughs> thanks no no that's again further from couldn't be further from the truth yes that's what I thought and I just wanted a change and to do something a bit different and obviously I knew that porn would kind of solidify that this has to be a, a career choice for me and a lifelong kind of thing so I thought about the pros and cons I thought on it for about six months I think actually before making the decision and it just felt like the right move at the time so then you've gone and you started shooting for some of the production companies yeah, course, we, we yeah. talked you know about some of the scenes that you've done and you mm. you know there are a lot of scenes that you sh that you shoot you know yeah. people don't realize you'll shoot a scene and they might yeah. not release it for like a month or six months a year at this <laughs> point some... it's over a year for some <laughs> I, I guess with covid probably some of the stuff yeah. like you say it's even longer it's yeah. you know delaying it and each of the studios have their own kind of timetable and plan how they release the content but you know you're only allowed to talk about some of it once it's released yes exactly that's the thing I, I mean my fans on OnlyFans do know about I think everything I've done actually because I am allowed to discuss it on there but on social right. media I have to have to keep it a secret for now until they start being released obviously oh so if you do want to know all of Scarlett's yeah. new and new and upcoming scenes and get over to the OnlyFans and start yeah. like asking you and spoiling you over there you yeah. spoil back with the secrets <laughs> yeah that's true that is true. For you, you know, OnlyFans has also give you another opportunity with crowdfunding. Yeah, um, yeah. So tell me a little bit about how you use the OnlyFans crowdfunding to help with, you know, the goal of shooting movies for the major production companies. Yeah. So in June last year, I had a really big uh, company, thanks to my agent, say that they wanted to shoot me and it was out uh, somewhere. I don't think I can even say where it was. But the testing in the UK is really expensive. It's about 300 to 400 pounds just to get tested to work. That's a shock. My eyes just opened because it wasn't that much when I lived there. Like. It's really unbelievable. It's really, you can get free testing like at Dean Street in London, but I don't like to risk it because sometimes they can take a while to get the results to you and I want to be organized so these are std testing so are, before yeah. you do a shoot with another person you do go and get your your body checked for stds yeah. which is the standard yes exactly yeah so for things like that companies don't tend to pay for that and at the time it was covid testing as well my covid test because it was quite early on into the pandemic was about 150 pounds as well so i was like jesus it's so expensive so I had the idea that actually maybe I could do a little campaign on OnlyFans and maybe the fans would like to actually help me pay for it because it was quite a big scene and they're really excited. So they did pay for that and they paid for my flights. Um, now they do it 
for everything as well. So if I, for instance, I went to Lanzarote recently and the flight's about four hours. I was thinking, what am I going to do on the flight? So I did a campaign to buy me a Nintendo Switch so, and Animal Crossing, the game, so that I could play it on the aeroplane and while I was away. <laughs> so they did oh. that and it within like an hour and it was amazing. So That's brilliant. Yeah. You got some really very loyal yeah. very supportive fans yeah i really you know, appreciate it and even if it's like you know paying for the hotel the travel the nintendo yeah, exactly. and sending you lingerie do they send you lingerie oh and outfits yeah. and- i have this one particular guy that i know is going to listen to this i won't say his name but he lives in ireland and he's so sweet and you know the brand honey birdette i love honey birdette yeah it's amazing and he was pestering me for about a year to buy me a set but i'm I don't like to spend a lot of money and I don't like to buy a lot of materialistic things. So he was pestering me and I kept saying, no, you're not wasting that much money on underwear. And then obviously in the end I caved and I let him and I think now he's bought me eight sets and he's bought me three, three in January sets. Amazing. Like every time I do a scene, he buys me a set. So it's just amazing. (laughs) I feel like spoiled. (laughs) I love this. Shout out to Scarlett Jones's fan, Irish <laughs> fan that's sitting there now, that's listening to Mills Making Money podcast. I, I have to tell you, um, I have a very similar guy that oh, lives in America amazing. that buys me lots of honey bear debt. I will yeah. go to the store and I'll try it on and I've come away with very quite a few outfits. Oh, I have wow. to say, the pink heart one, yeah is on its way to me in the mail. <gasps> Congratulations. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so excited. It's, it's so wear. exciting, isn't it? It's like yeah. Christmas, I guess, but because the quality of the stuff's really good as well, isn't it? And it's beautiful. It, yeah. It's, yeah. There's nothing it's, better it's, that i found. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's so nice and it's pretty and it's always bright colours and different it is, styles. Yeah. It's so different, isn't it? I think it's really yeah. nice. yeah. And so thank you to both of our fans that, yes, that do that. You. And it's not just the one guy that sends yeah. stuff. You know, there are other fans as well yeah. that have, have sent Honey Bear Dad and have yeah. sent other items to both of us yeah, that are yeah. very much appreciated. So. Actually, really random items. I, there's one thing I forgot to tell you about that one of my fans sent me. It's hard to explain, but it, it's a custom-made, kind of like a collectible toy. I'll have to send you a picture because obviously... I can't show the people listening but I'll have to explain it in greater detail but I just sent it as a joke and it's this rat like it's really hard to explain but it's like a fake rat toy thing and I didn't ask him to buy it I sent it as a joke and I was like oh my god this is hilarious I love it and then within a few weeks it was a here and I was like it's just insane like these people are so generous and thoughtful as well it's just amazing yeah I I think we're in a very amazing situations, you know, yeah. where we can be there and we can be accessible and we do have yeah. these fans that do support us in yeah. every aspect of our exactly. career that we do. Yeah. And it's not just about the money and the gifts for me as well. It's just I had a scene come out recently, uh, at long last, and I had three fans buy the scene, especially to get all the pictures so they could send me the pictures so I could have a look because I always like to see the photos and see if there's any nice ones of me on my own. And they all sent me the pictures and I was like, that's so sweet. It's so thoughtful. It means so much. (laughs) The fans are good, you know. For you, starting off with the fans and knowing that they're loyal and they're going to continue and you're going to continue to pick up more fans. So 
moving forward, you know, you've you've shot in the UK, you've shot in some parts of Europe, because that's the places where you've been shooting. So let's talk more about a worldwide market now. So, you know, you've started off in the UK and you want to build your brand. So how are you looking to help grow the fan base from outside the UK? Firstly, obviously, I've contacted people, professionals like yourself, to kind of get my brand out there, because I think brand recognition is really important and obviously having a good PR agent like yourself will be like priceless in my opinion especially with all the connections you have so things like that and I'm hoping to get a US work visa so I can come over and work in the US um, legally because I don't want to do anything under the radar I want to do it all above board and legal yeah. and stuff so I'm hoping to do that towards the end of the year we'll have to see but it's really difficult to work in the US at the moment we'll see how it goes but I guess you've got to go through all the right channels and get the right applications and have the the legal people assist you yeah it's expensive as well but the biggest hurdle for me is that none of my scenes are really out so my solicitors like I mean she said you need to be more famous obviously like fame to me doesn't matter personally but apparently it does matter to get a visa so <laughs> right so I, I guess with the the visa is you know you're looking to get out into a different market yeah. the US yeah. is like the next it's thing the, that you want to yeah 100% and to get out there you need the visa and to get the mm. visa you need to have the work and the scenes yeah. to, to show you know yeah the scenes to come out is so important so it's, it is it's kind of like a waiting game <laughs> it is it's really annoying like I say some of my biggest scenes I shot last June and I'm still waiting like patiently waiting messaging my agent because sometimes before they release a scene they do a little blurred preview of what's of who it is before they tell you who it is and recently there was a scene come out from one of the companies and I sent it to my agent and I was like is this me? And she was like, no, sorry. I was like, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Got my hopes up. You're like, I'm still waiting. Yeah. But I like that you picked up on something else there. It's like publicity, mm. you know, getting your brand out there. There's, there's a lot of things that you can do yourself, be on social media, be active, you know, having OnlyFans. But there's also a part of, you know, having a PR team that's on your side, and you know star factory pr we do we do help performers we're a boutique pr agency and we're quite small we don't take on a lot of people yeah and we we help performers you know build a brand and it's it's smart that you've recognized you know you want to get into other countries you want to get into the us you want to get known and by having a pr team on your side that can um look for the opportunities and give you the interviews and put you there in front of the fans the the people in the media of course it's so important for me the media side of it is like the biggest thing so well, we're really starting excited. off right that's the thing like, I did my first podcast not yesterday the day before for an English guy and this is my second and like I'm just like this is crazy like and just to even be speaking to you actually because the fan the Irish fan knows a lot about you and seems to be one of your fans as well and um, he was just absolutely mind blown that I was going to be speaking to you so yeah it's really cool <laughs> I, I have to say I do have a, a big affinity for Ireland because mm. as your Irish fan will know I did a movie Tanya Tate's sex tour of Ireland oh my god maybe that's and fun. it was so much fun <laughs> I loved I it. it 
and talking about getting into a, a new market yeah that's exactly what I did you know yeah. i I'm going to tell you some things because this is really relevant. I made this movie, so I went with a camper van around Ireland and, you know, the Irish wow. fellas, they came in, they made the camper van rock, you know. We, we made a movie. There, were, there, there was a lot of characters. But I tell you, the Irish lads, they're a proper crack. Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't even know where we went. Dublin and um, Tipperary and Galway. Oh, wow. And the, we just literally went all round you know um i've missed cork and oh, it was yeah, yeah. We, we went to cork and it the, the the lads come in and like the the movie got released and it was for television x and the next minute it's like front page news of the irish newspapers now oh we're God. talking like go and get your sunday paper like in in the uk in ireland that's like a big thing isn't yeah, it going it is. It is to the to the the news agents of a weekend, this you know, the candy store, the mm. sweet shop, yeah. the, whatever the local you want to call it, yeah. the local shop. Yeah. And you go there and you pick up your, your Sunday newspaper. And there I am all over the front the front page of the news because I'd been and I'd made a movie oh, and okay. one of the guys that I did the movie with was a guy called Greg Jacobs. Okay. And he was um, like a semi-professional athlete. So um, hurling is one of the the sports, yeah, and he yeah, okay. he was was it who did he play for? It must have been was it Cork? I can't remember who he, he played for, but he played for there. So we'd gone in and had this little wicked way, That's and then he'd gone back, and they found out. So then next minute it was like, do you know who else was in Tanya Tate's movie? We would like to talk to you, you know, wow. in the newspapers, and they literally outed all these people that come, and I'm like. You know, it, it, for me, yeah. it was it was a really good thing. For yeah. them, it probably no, no. wasn't so good. You know, oh you've come God. and you've had your wicked way and you've sown your oats, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. And like now it's like, hey, hey there you are in the newspaper. Yeah, There's no, your smiling face. Out. No, you don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was a really big Amazing. deal. But at the yeah. same time, I got, this is, we're talking about brand recognition. Yeah. And, you know, for your fan who lives in Ireland, oh, yeah. I know Tanya Tate. Yeah. And I'm telling you now, you can ask him because you can talk to him afterwards. Yeah. That will be where he'll know me from. I'm going to ask From him. Tanya Tate's sex tour of Ireland. And it was really big news. And every yeah. now and again, they rerun something in the newspaper and they talk about these other people and this girl and that girl. Wow. And then they reference back. And when Tanya Tate oh. comes to Ireland, and it's like an yeah. old story <laughs> that they refer back to. And I'll tell you one other thing that happened, which really tickled me. Yeah. Halloween, a couple dressed up as Tanya Tate and Greg Jacobs. That was their Halloween outfit. <laughs> oh, my God. That's unbelievable. You're a real, real celebrity when people do that, you know, like people dressing up as you. <laughs> it was that chance of getting of out and yeah. putting yeah. the brand out there and, I didn't go to Ireland yeah. thinking, I'm going to make myself a brand yeah, name in Ireland. It just come and, and although it was, you know, for a lot of the people, they didn't want to be the front page of the newspaper, yeah. or even in the newspaper at all. But I have to say it was given a bit of an opening for Ireland yeah. to start talking about sex. Exactly. And, especially with its and, deep religious history and stuff. It's yeah. Yeah. Very, you know, the, uh, it is it's very deeply deeply religious and you know sex in ireland mm. is really not talked about as much as it's in england really you know okay. it I, it felt like it was a mm. lot more taboo to talk mm. about it openly okay and especially you know this was 10 years ago yeah 
Yeah. Um, and I feel it gave a platform for people to be able for you know, especially younger people. Yeah. A lot of the older people didn't still didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. And that's why it was so scandalous that I'd yeah, come with the camper van and enticed all these guys <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't really difficult to entice them. In, <laughs> I can you know? imagine it wasn't. But it it was it gave a platform to for them to be able to talk about yeah. sex. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I'm I'm so grateful a bit of liberation. that liberation. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and I, I, I hope it helped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask my fan, and I'll see what he says. Maybe it has helped him a lot. If you are listening right now, actually, if you are any of our fans, I'm going to do this shout out for you. If you are any of our fans and you do want to leave feedback about this episode, yeah. if there's anything that you want to respond to, any of the questions mm. or the points that we're bringing yeah. up, you can do so. You can um, go on to, I have a, a place where you can leave a voice message, speakpipe.com slash Tanya Tate. And Scarlett, you can give it out to your fans as oh, well. Wow. So if any of them That's listen amazing. to the episode and they like it, they can leave a little voice message and I'll play it back later on. Oh, on wow, Tanya Tate is listening to your voice. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> How could there <laughs> is Oh, and your voice. And your voice as well, Scarlett. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, so we are talking about, you know, the worldwide market. For you as well, you know, talk to me about the choices when you're looking at the production companies mm. you know because you said that you've researched and you, you started shooting for some of them mm. and I know you can't necessarily talk about mm. them but when you was looking for the companies have you been actively looking for companies that have are either based or have big fan bases yeah. in the US where they have outlets where they've been able to shoot has that been a factor yeah I would say so like at first the companies I shot for first were a bit smaller because I wanted the practice because uh, believe it or not but before porn I'd only had two sexual partners in my whole life so I don't want to go in working with Danny D for Brazzers having no experience so I thought okay start off a bit smaller literally um which I did and (laughs) (laughs) basically I, I have to say, sorry, I keep butting into you That's today, okay. but we've got so much in common because we're yeah. both from Britain. Danny D was my first <gasps> scene ever. Yes. I Blimey, just had to okay. say that. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> he's very well, excuse me. <laughs> my voice is disappearing thinking about Danny D. Um, he's very well endowed. Oh, and oh yes, very large. Very Especially, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't necessarily think it was possible to be that large but yeah and he's a really nice guy like I really yeah. I worked with him a week and a half ago actually again doing another Brazzers scene which I'm really excited to come out sorry like I was saying I did start off smaller and work my way up definitely now working for better companies is my priority like in March you know Rock, you might not Rocco Cifredi Rocco Cifredi yeah he's obviously in in Europe really popular um messages me on whatsapp all the time like Scarlett I need you like all this stuff and I'm just like wow it's insane <laughs> so I have a movie with him that I'm shooting in a few weeks in March oh that's exciting just being a bit more selective is, yeah yeah is he getting you to do certain things certain firsts on there is he um yes oh, you're not allowed to say no, it no no I'm allowed to say anything his scenes that I've done I was speaking to my agent, Julia, actually, when I did a recent film with her. She was saying, you know, some girls, they love to work with him or they don't. And it really depends on your personality. I like to work with him because it's a lot of foot fetish that he does with me. And I really like foot fetish stuff. I think it's so easy and fun. And I just get my feet massaged a lot of the time. So I do really enjoy it. But in terms of firsts, a few, I guess, different 
kinks and fetishes that I've not explored in other films. But again, I do find it funny. Like a lot of the time I'm just kind of laughing and having a good time. So yeah, I do enjoy it. So I love, you know, by picking somebody, now you've been again selected by picking Rocco Sofredi. His, he, he was, and I'm assuming he still is publishing under the Evil Angel he is, label. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he is, he's still under that. So, you know, so let's look at the, the worldwide market and mm. the getting outside the brand. By shooting with him, you're using his name yeah. for marketing, you know. A lot of fans go to Rocco yeah. Sofredi. Who's they he shooting? Famous, Who's he yeah. shooting? And he loves new girls. He's yeah. all over. He's yeah. all over the new girls because he knows that he wants you in the, his performance mm-hmm. because he wants to shoot with you. Yeah. You, you know? Yeah. And as, a, as somebody that's starting in the industry... And you know, but you know, you either love him or you you is he could be very crazy. extreme. The stuff yeah, is it, crazy, but I don't know. I don't do like anal. I don't do DP. I don't do anything like that. So I kind of just watch other people do it. Like I don't know. I'm just kind of there for a laugh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're there for, for the feet and the the yeah, extra sexy, beautiful body. The ginger you know. hair, I guess. He, he said he likes that as well. So maybe, maybe that's a factor, but they yeah. Turn them on, you know, different maybe. things they, they bring into the movie, you, you know, yeah, you you have you have a lot of value, even if you're not doing the things that he's... The hardcore, ex- yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the really hardcore. Um, but by shooting with him, you, you're picking a, an established performer where... Mm-hmm the fans go to and then his content is then distributed on an american label exactly so yes yeah some of the tools like you know so we're talking you know we have other content creators that do listen to this podcast you know yeah. someone else might be sitting there in the uk scarlet saying yeah. you know i'm like scarlet i'm sitting in the uk how yeah, do i, I get do to shoot yeah. yeah and it, it's it's by picking you know brazzers you're shooting again with danny d yeah, yeah. for brazzers he's one of their contract guys so you know if you're going to be shooting with danny d then you know the content's going to be going to the brazzers network and of yeah. course that's like it, they have a massive marketing program exactly. yeah. online yeah. to get their movies out to get them seen so all these are helping you to get out there from yeah. not just the uk market to the european yeah to get out into the the US market as well exactly like for me at this point as well I don't want to just work for a company for some money and have a horrible time and then regret it and it look rubbish I'd much rather you know not just do it for the money for me it's about a lot more than just that so it's important yeah so it's important you know to to get that brand out there the worldwide you you know you're working on your worldwide recognition by selectively choosing the companies now yeah, because exactly. It's, you yeah. know, I like it when you said like you, the smaller companies, you, you know, the ones that maybe don't have as much traffic that you've you've started off with them, and then once you've got the experience, it's moving on and and yeah. being able to get to work with the bigger companies. Yeah, and do so. You also have an agent as well. So talk to me yeah, about the I agent. Do. Does your agent does she help you um, yeah. achieve some of those goals? Massively. If it wasn't for my agency I wouldn't have been able to do any of this really I don't think um I'm with Jewel Models which is a European agency they work in Budapest and all over Europe really and I've got my it's Julia Grande who owns the agency and also Sabina who is my particular agent who does everything for me so they literally organize everything she I give her the dates she tells me the scenes just everything yeah 
It's just amazing. And if I say to her, for instance, I really want to work with Reality Kings when I'm in Budapest next month, then she'll organize it for me. And they're just really, really good. So that's great. Mm. It's about picking also, so an agency, getting a, mm. getting an agency. And, mm. you know, you have to, um, I think Julia Grande's agency is quite big and established. Yeah. Yeah, and definitely. the talent that she has, she has mm. a lot of talent. Yeah. A reputable agency, a professional yeah. agency, yeah. someone yeah. that is like recommended. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, because there'll be other, other content creators and they might, you know, want to go with different agencies. Mm. But it's always worth do your research, see which yeah. other talent are with them, or do they have yeah. bigger names? Yeah, Try and that's talk what to I some did. Other talent. Yeah, definitely. Like, especially with choosing an agent, it was Julia who actually contacted me via Instagram. But I've heard of other agencies, and to be honest, in Europe, a lot of them have really good reputations, but there are still ones out there that will try and take commission from you, which shouldn't be happening in Europe. That doesn't happen over here. And just, like, red flags and things to look out for, I guess. So... Yeah, I'm just very lucky that I've got a good agent on my side. So did you speak to any of the other girls that are on her agency? Or were you just looking online to see who she had in the agency? I look, because I follow a lot of the brands she shoots for, you know, like Vixen Media Group. So that kind of uh, solidified the choice for me because I was like, I'd love to work for that brand. It's so reputable and it looks amazing. And my Irish fan, uh, going back to him again, actually said that he would love me to work for them as well. And he's almost emailing them saying that I should work with them. So, yeah, that was a really big deciding factor for me. So I just want my brand to kind of be a good brand. You know, like for me, I don't do really, really extreme hardcore stuff yet. So I kind of want to keep it looking good and classy. And I think for me, those brands kind of achieve that. Yeah. Kind of choosing the right brands. I, I love yeah. that you said the f- the fans being email and Vixen Group. You know, yeah, it, it's a thing as well. And there's another. That's something else that you've just thrown out there is that the fans really do have your corner, and you know they might want you to work for a particular company. Yeah. Get them on your side. Tell them. Reach yeah. out. Go yeah. to the company. Yeah. Tell them. Tell them. Tell yeah, them. Tell the them. Time. You yeah, want to see. You want to see this girl. This yeah, contemplated. So this yeah. person <laughs> in one of their scenes. Yeah. And I have to say, you know, some of the production companies. Um, when I used to shoot, yeah. I, um, they would use like you know one of the free to view channels, yeah, and they'd yeah. have ratings on. So oh, some a lot of the production companies would go to there and see where you're rated. Yeah. Yeah. within and they would use those ratings mm. but another way that you could do it is having the fans on your side and some yeah. of the fans were like members of the website and they're like of course we yeah they join especially shoot. don't they it's yeah like that's the good thing I think about my fans as well like they are they're so interested in when my scenes come out so they can sign up and watch them and stuff and it's just like I feel so privileged to have them because I know especially in Europe a lot of other girls don't have that kind of loyal fan base obviously that me and you have so I do feel very lucky the fans are what make us Scarlett yeah, yeah. you know and they, they keep yeah, us and they appreciate us and yeah. we totally appreciate them yeah exactly so in wrapping up what would you say to someone that's looking to grow their brand in an international market I think actually because I speak with a lot of European models and it depends if we're talking about English performers or European because I think being able to speak English is such a big important thing in order to kind of conquer the US market and to be able to interact with your fans because if you can't kind of interact with them then there's nothing 
for them to kind of stick around for so I think that's really important and I always say as well just to be genuine like I don't have a character in terms of me as a performer I am just genuine and it's I think that that the fans like as well so what you see is what you get and just be professional and respectful to everybody that you work with and encounter as well I think it's really important Perfect. Thank you so much. Scarlett, tell everybody that's listening where they can find you online. So you can find me online on all social media. So on Twitter, my Twitter is Scarlett Jones UK. And my OnlyFans is the same. And my TikTok's the same. And my Instagram is Scarlett Jones Official. And Scarlett's spelt with two T's because a lot of people get that wrong. So yeah, there's two T's on there. (laughs) Thank you. And I really appreciate Scarlett. Thank you so much for coming on MILF's Making Money podcast. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you all for joining me, Tanya Tate, on Tanya Tate Presents MILF's Making Money. Here is to a continued most amazing future together. Self-care is self-love. And remember to tell yourself every day that you are loved. Maybe you have a suggestion for future topics for a show or a question that me or one of my guests might be able to answer and give advice to you on. You can leave feedback or ask me questions relevant to the Mills Making Money podcast using the hashtag AskTanyaTate. You can ask me by commenting on my latest posts on Twitter at TanyaTate Instagram at Tanya Tate XO or YouTube, youtube.com slash Tanya Tate Tube. And I do have SpeakPipe. SpeakPipe voice notes, voicemails from you that you can send me and I can get to hear your voice asking the question. If you want to send me a voice message, speakpipe.com slash Tanya Tate. You can go there. Let's see, let's play my favorite speak pipes of this week. Hey, Tanya, this is a fan in Las Vegas. Uh, the name's Marvin. And I'm wondering um, how early you record your uh, podcast before production and uh, how much editing work it takes, etc. cetera. Um, sounds very classy. And of course, I'm sure men around the world love the accent. Uh, maybe you can get back to me, um, send me an answer back. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Well, Marvin from Las Vegas, thank you so much for your question. I love it. He loves listening to it. He says, my podcast is very classy. Men around the world love listening to the accent. Well, I'm sure some of you do, whether you're listening to the accent during the day or whether it's helping you to get to sleep at night because we are talking about sleep this week, getting enough self-care and self-care sleep. So how much editing and how far in advance do I record the podcasts? Well, it depends on my schedule. Sometimes it's been really close to the wire where it's been literally a couple of days. Or sometimes there's been a few weeks where we've recorded it in advance. It kind of just depends. And how much editing? Depends on how well I'm doing on the day. I have Matt from We Know Podcasting and he is amazing. If any of you want to get started with your own podcast, check him out. Go and get a free consultation with him, weknowpodcasting.com. And he, sometimes my podcast, I'm sure he hardly has to do any editing. 
And then there's other days where I'm so tongue-tied. It's so funny, he was talking the other day and he said, you know, he said, I get to hear all the bleepers and the bloopers and everything, you know, the dog starts, the, this is barking, there's a noise going on, there's a truck pulling up. I'm tongue-tied. He gets to hear all the bleepers and I'm, I'm kind of narrating everything that's going on. So he has to, there's a lot of blading when it's one of those days. Probably I'd say today is also one of those days because, you know, if you don't get enough sleep, which I didn't have last night because I was busy playing on Sex Panther video with one of my big fans. So I didn't have as much sleep as I really needed last night. So my mind's not as clear. I don't have as much clarity. And yeah, I'm stumbling a little bit on some other words. So he's like, oh, Tanya's giving me a big episode to edit. So there'll be a lot of editing today. In terms of when we're talking with the guests, there's really not a lot of editing that goes on there because it's more of a conversation backwards and forwards. I don't think there's very much editing on that that he has to do, really. I guess it's just my bloopers when I get tongue-tied. That's where he needs to, like, cut it out. So thank you, Marvin, and thank you for your kind words, your feedback, and I hope that you like that answer. And thank you for all the support, guys. Keep it coming. I love hearing what you think about the show. And, of course, if you want to get to talk to me, call me via phone or video chat, you know where you can find me on my premium social media platforms, sexpanther.com slash tanyatate. You can click that button to call or video chat with me straight away. And also on onlyfans.com slash tanyatate, where you can also slide into my DMs and pre-book Skype video chats with me. You know, we get to talk one-on-one -on -one over there. If you want to see more of me, you can follow me on Twitter at Tanya Tate, Instagram at Tanya Tate XO, and my YouTube channel, Tanya Tate Tube. You can see all of my official links, including my premium social media on my link tree. Just search link tree and my name, Tanya Tate, all one word. And remember, if you want to talk to me and you don't see it on link tree, it's not me. And if you are listening to this podcast on Apple, Amazon Music, Audible, Google, Spotify, or any of the other platforms and love what you hear or are inspired to make a difference, please be sure to leave me a written review and give me five stars. Well, if it's five stars out of five stars, I would be absolutely really amazed and appreciated. I'm going to be checking in. I'm going to be giving shout outs in the upcoming episodes. So let's have a little look. Audible, Amazon, five stars. I'm going to read this one out to you. It's from Anonymous. Fantastic podcast. It doesn't matter what industry you are in. This is one of the most informative podcasts I have come across. Tanya is smart, savvy and personable and always conveys positivity. Even when it's easy to get overwhelmed with business responsibilities and a toddler at home. I love these podcasts. I absolutely love that feedback. Thank you. You know what? You can't see me right now, but I'm doing the heart sign with my fingers. Thank you so much for the love and thank you for listening. You listening is what makes this podcast. It makes me keep bringing it to you. And this is Tanya Tate. Thanks for listening to MILF's Making Money. In the words of Mahatma Gandhi, when I wake up, I am reborn. Get yourself enough sleep, ready to focus and be productive for the day ahead. Picture yourself with the most amazing future and feel the appreciation for every moment of your life. Remember, today is a good day. Now go out there and build your bank. <laughs> <laughs>